0: Hello, thank you so much for joining me for another episode of Notes Black High, the podcast. I really enjoy you being here. Um, I am having fun with you all so far, and today we're just going to talk about relationship, and I think that it's important. To talk about this early because it really is the foundation of pretty much everything that I talk about. So we talk about mindful parenting and I explained in the last episode a little bit of what that means. However, we need to dive a little bit deeper into the relationship part of things. So, um... When I asked on Facebook, I took a poll and said, what is the most important part or what's the most important thing for your child to gain that you want to teach them? And an overwhelming number said relationship. And I was glad to see that. But I wanted to challenge each person to think, how are you tending to that relationship? Because it is affected by every single thing that you do. And even in those moments where you maybe didn't do the exact right thing, um, going back and fixing things impacts the relationship as well. So let's jump right in here um when you think of your relationship with your child how important is that to you personally for me um that is what i want and care about the most in my children i but we have to identify what that looks like so does that mean you talk every day And of course, depending on the age, they may not even be in the house anymore. But what does that relationship look like? Does that mean that they come and tell you every single thing that goes on in their life? Does that mean that you just kind of understand each other? What does that really look like for you? And how are you making sure that you are instilling that in every single interaction that you have with your child. So like I said, this will be a recurring theme throughout pretty much every episode because I believe that it is truly a huge, huge part of fostering healthy minds through the connection between parent and child and raising mentally healthy children, which is the ultimate goal. So let's talk about some of the barriers that I see first. Um, some of the barriers that I see when it comes to relationships with parents and children is lack of trust. And a lot of times when we talk about that particular relationship, we think about parents not trusting their children, right? However, it is important for your children to be able to trust you as well. If they cannot trust the people that brought them into this world Who else can they trust? I know for sure, for me, that is the number one thing that has given me trust issues. Um, It just is so important. And I think when parents understand, it's important for my child to be able to trust me and not just because I'm their parent, but because I do the things that I say I'm gonna do. I show in my actions and in my words that I truly want the best for them. And that they're always going to be safe with me. And I make sure that I'm creating safe spaces for them. And I think sometimes we forget how important that is. So um, how do you create that trust? Like I said, you are making sure that you're doing what you say you're going to do. So, you know, it's easy to get upset When your child says, oh yeah, I'll wash the dishes and then they go to bed and it never gets done, right? Or they're continuously missing out on curfew or they do something to break your trust. But that has to be mutual. You have to be on the same token, making sure that they know, no matter what, You're going to do the best you can to come through. I understand that things happen. That is, I mean, we're human, right? And we can't control every single circumstance. That would be nice, but we can't. So making sure that even if we're not able to come through, that we're having that conversation of, hey, I'm so sorry, but making sure that you're able to make it up to them in some kind of way, shape, or form. Um, And also opening up lines of communication. So communication is extremely important. How do you communicate with each other? Um, Are you pouring into your children as much as you are criticizing them and giving assignments? Are you talking to them about their day and really investing in what they have going on? So one thing, and I talk about being a safe space for your child. So let's talk about that a little bit. So if you think about the problems that your child comes to you and says that they have at school, so say some other student picked on them because of the shoes they were wearing or the way their hair was or something that as adults we would think of as being small. But remember that to them, it is not small at all. Um, they have not gotten to the point where they understand that there are bigger things in life that are going to happen that are going to be more disappointing. So at this moment, while they're learning about the world around them, they're learning about people, how the world works, we want to make sure that we're not minimizing that. So creating a safe space for them means when they come to you, number one, not acting like, oh, kids don't have stress. That is the one thing that if you've been following me for any period of time, you know gets under my skin stop telling these kids they don't have nothing to stress about because they do it might be different stress than you but think about it you don't only stress about work and bills right you stress about other things you stress about things going on in different relationships you whether that's friendships or romantic relationships family relationships There are other things to be stressed about. It could be something that you've seen on the news. So that is no different than a child. And I think we forget that children grow up to be adults. They don't stay little forever. And they also don't come into the world knowing everything. So it is our job to teach them those things in a gentle way that is going to, um, create and foster those healthy wellness skills so say your child comes to you with one of those situations make sure that you're not saying oh that doesn't even matter you know uh, whatever sympathize with them And show them that you understand. Maybe give them an example if you can remember about a time when it happened to you. Help them to feel human in that moment. And when you're able to connect with them on that level and be like, you know what? Even though right now I've grown up and I've learned to not be worried about these kinds of things, When I was 10 years old, that was a big deal to me. So how can I help you to do this? Or what helped me to get through that when I was going through that when I was a kid is A, B, and C. So then your child doesn't feel like, oh, well, every time I go to them, I, I feel stupid, I feel like I can't talk to anybody, I feel like no one understands, then they can actually come and say, you know what, my mom actually does understand and she does care about what is going on. And from then on, you set up that relationship to be that way from here on out, and that is going to be extremely important the older that they get. So, you know, adult parents all the time, do you want them talking to you or their friends? And yes, they're going to talk to their friends anyway, but you can have so much more influence depending on how you respond to things. Um, there'll be either more or less likely to come to you about the things that are going on, things that they're concerned about, things that they've heard their friends talk about. Let's think about teenagers and they start talking about sex. Well, who do you really want them getting the information from? Because even if you're not talking about it, they're getting it from somewhere, whether that's the internet, their friends, Whoever, and if you want to make sure that you're, that they are getting certain information, well, you got to be the one to talk about it. And you have to be open to what they say, Um, not just forcing your standards and what you think on them, but listening to them. Hey, what do you think about this? Even if the goal is, I want you to save yourself for marriage. Well, what are your thoughts on that? Do you feel like that's important to you? Why or why not? And opening that dialogue because the more that you do it and the earlier that you start, the better off you will be and the harder situations that they are faced with, they'll feel more comfortable coming to you to talk about it. So opening that space and creating a environment where it is okay To bring you in and everything. You teach them along the way how to do it respectfully. But somewhere they have to learn how to communicate their feelings. And that should start at home. And that ultimately will build that relationship. Because they will know no matter what is going on. I have my parents. And I can go to them without being scared, but really be able to be open and get a real and honest answer. So let's, let's kind of pull this into discipline. We're going to talk about discipline, um, as a whole in another episode, and that will be one of the foundations as well. So kind of the main, topics that I kind of focus around are mindfulness relationship and discipline and how those things interact with each other and ultimately um, impact whether your child is mentally healthy or in discipline. I want you to think about um, someone giving you correction and how you receive that correction based on the relationship. How is your response different? So, if someone, let's take church, okay? So, say you're a lady and you come into church and your skirt is a little short, okay? We didn't gain some pounds in the quarantine and not everything's fitting the way that it did before, okay? So, you go to church, your skirt's a little bit short. Now, this woman who has never said two positive words to you is like, girl, your skirt is a bit short. What's going on? Versus someone who you truly have a great relationship with, you know for sure that they only have your best interests at heart, and they're like, hey, that skirt's a little bit short, right? Right. What is the difference in how you're going to receive that? The one who you have spent time with that has invested in you, invested in a relationship with you, you're going to respond much, much better and receive that in a completely different way than someone who ultimately is a stranger, right? Or even if that other person just has been mean and nasty to you. So now, let's take this back to the parent and child relationship. If you have a good relationship with your child, that instruction, that correction on anything is going to go over so much better when you're focused on relationship. When you have a good relationship. If you are always fussing and cussing and they can't ever do anything right, da, da da da, you're not pouring good things into them, making sure that you're spending time together, all of those things, then how do you think they're going to receive correction from you? Do you think they're actually going to be motivated to change anything? No. They're not, but on the other hand, if you are doing things well and you are focusing on making sure the relationship is there first, then they'll do so much better. So I'll give you this example of me and my brother. So my brother is probably closest to me out of everyone, out of all of our um, Nuclear family, he's probably closest to me. And here's why because I spend time in that relationship, building that. When I see him, it is like, oh my God, like I love you so much. You're such a great person, all of that. And I'm really truly pouring into him as much as I can, every opportunity that I can. So then when something happens, and people think I don't fuss at him, that I don't get on to him, but I, I really do. Um, but it's just better received when I come and tell him something because I'm not constantly fussing at him. I also go to him in a different way than anybody else is going to. So for me, I'm going very soft most of the time, sometimes. That doesn't work, right? Um, But generally, because that relationship is there, I can be like, Stephen, I call him baby. So if you hear me say baby, that's typically who I'm talking about. So if I say, Stephen, you could have handled that situation way better, or you could have done this, this, and this, then he'll be like, okay, you know what? You're right. And not going to say that he doesn't fight me on things ever but he knows that he can be 100% expressive with me and i'm going to hear him i'm going to actually listen to what he's saying and that i have his best interest at heart versus someone else who is always like oh my god i hear i doing something he don't he's not trying to hear anything that you're te- you're telling him right so it is super important that you're building these relationships, and we will go through and talk about more ways to do that in several different areas. Whether that's discipline, how to spend time with your children, different things to do with them, um, being intentional about the time that you have together, we will do all of. We will talk about all of those things, um, but just remember relationship is important on both sides you want your child you don't want to just view that oh we have this great relationship right and you might be completely delusional and your kid is like nah we don't really have a great one (laughs) like that is terrible so you want to make sure that on both ends you're both on the same page um and that comes with mutual respect and trust and we'll talk about respect with children on a whole different episode I promise it's coming it we're going to step on some toes but it's going to be fine so do something this week with your child that will build your relationship remember that it is extremely 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 important to absolutely everything else that happens what I always say you have to think about more than just right now more than just that one moment you have to think about what does this mean for the future and that's not easy to do it takes practice Uh, and it's something that I am trying to practice more in every single relationship that I have and being more aware of what this could do later so um That's all for that. Let's get ready for our parenting and media segment. I'm not Rebecca's mother. If you want to live with her rules, fine. Go live in her house. Okay, so for this parenting and media segment, let's talk about green leaf so if you haven't been watching green leaf it's a really good show and there are lots and lots and lots of opportunities for this parenting and media segment because it's just a lot of insane stuff going on so i'm going to try to do these without spoilers but y'all just catch up so what we're going to talk about today is from season three And I actually am going to talk about a little bit about season four as well. And season four will come up later, the same one. So just, just listen. So in this episode, um, Zora is, has just turned 18 the same day. She has already been in a relationship with a boy that's abusive and she is trying to leave the house to go with him. And her mom I had mixed feelings about the way the mom handled it. So, which obviously in this kind of situation, when your daughter is leaving with someone that you know has been abusive towards her already, it's going to continue to be abusive. There are a lot of mixed feelings. So her mom is trying, and the mom's name is Car- Carissa. She's first trying to get Zora's dad to calm down and saying, you know what, We probably just should let her go because the more that we fight her on this, the bigger issue it's going to become. Well, then as she's talking to Zora, she's like, you are not going to mess up everything that I've built for you and da, 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 da. So that's when I was like, excuse me, what? (laughs) Uh, First of all, why are you making this moment about you? And I think that sometimes parents do that without even realizing it. But in those moments, it's just not helpful. And I understand you're like, oh, I built this life so that you would have the best and all of that. And that is great. However, when those kinds of intense crisis like moments happen, you cannot make it about yourself this child already and I mean technically she's an adult she turned 18 so she already is not feeling heard and loved and wanted and you just have to watch the show to see kind of why she feels that way so basically her parents had her go live with her grandparents because of a bunch of different stuff that she had going on she really was having a lot of behavior issues so um she already wasn't feeling heard and all of that so then to turn around and you're not even like she did kind of mention that she wanted her to be safe like she gave her the cell phone was like hey just take this you know whatever but it was just that split moment that I was like "Mm, no don't do that but you know, so just be careful of your words, And this relates to this episode and relationship that even when negative things like this happen, you have to think about what that relate, what it's going to do to that relationship. So it may not look the best right now, but then in the end, like how you handle that situation it, they're going to reflect on that. So sometimes when you get in those moments where you have to just let them fly, let them do what they're going to do, the way that you respond to that is going to have a lot of impact. So are you opening the door for them to come back and to be like, okay, you know what? You're right. Can I come back home? can we fix this? Or then are like, no, they didn't care. They made it all about themselves. Da, 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 da. Like, which, what are you going to give them? I kind of understood a little bit more once we got to season four, when Carissa was talking to May about how her mom always made her feel like she was her biggest competition. And so that to me was like, oh, okay, I kind of understand a little bit more because Carissa really is trying to give, Um, Zora a different kind of relationship than her her mom had and she just felt like she failed in that moment and I feel like as parents you might have a lot of those moments but it's okay and you know there's no handbook and you're gonna make mistakes your kids are gonna make mistakes but you have to be gracious with yourself and know that you are doing the best for your child so there that is that is my parenting and media segment of course if you have um different episodes or whatever that you would like me to cover on the show you can email that to podcast at notesbykaya.com it is helpful if you have like a youtube clip or you can mark like hey it was this episode or whatever and maybe i can find it but i am definitely open to like watching those things and talking about them with you okay thank you so much for listening i appreciate you for being here that is the end of our show of course be sure to share this episode share this podcast on social media tag me um, and follow at notes by kaya on pretty much all social media and if you would like to be a guest or you have a question that you would like me to answer on the show just email me at podcast at notes by kaya.com Again, that is podcast at notesbykaya.com.